That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, James. I'm doing pretty good today. And um, I did open OmniFocus and clear out a few of those red numbers. That Yay! Were, that was something. I thought, ooh, maybe I'll just do a weekly review in this little, in, you know, little bit of time that I have between people coming to my house to do things to my house, but then I didn't. So I will not call it a weekly review, but I did open OmniFocus, so that was something. How about yourself? <laughs> that is that is something, and I also am doing well, but did not do a full weekly review. But I have been focused on getting my email inbox down to zero, and I think we talked an episode or so ago that things had gotten up into the high three digits, and mm-hmm. now they are in the very low three digits. So um, progress is being made, and um, that it's my goal to get to Inbox Zero and do a weekly review before we speak again. All right, then. That is my goal. Um and let's uh, bring on the the music for the weekly to do. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. So, Gene, what? was your weekly to-do, and <laughs> did you do it? Oh, I think I remember. You had a mystery weekly to-do. <laughs> yes. A.K.A. I really just couldn't come up with one last week. Um, but it turns out what I was trying to say that my weekly to-do would be is to send out stickers to Microdot blog, uh, you know, bloggers and who had requested them over the last couple of months. And I did that. And I was very happy. There's something very satisfying about doing a lot of handwritten cards, envelopes, stamps, and then having a stack of mail to go put in the mail slot. And I don't know, maybe I'm old fashioned, but it's, it's fun to send physical mail. It is. I can attest to that um, because <laughs> what? Yeah. my weekly to-do was to um, send out the prize packages to the folks who had answered trivia questions correctly uh, for the at, at the live near WWDC event we did uh, during WWDC. And um, I, I have to mark it partially done so three out of the five packages are sent um one of them uh the 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 james dempsey the breakpoints fan is also a listener of the podcast and uh from a contest we did pre-pandemic uh we owe 
that listener the prize for winning <laughs> that contest. So we have a double winner. So his package is all the 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 live near WWDC portion is all put together. And I am rummaging through my house to find some good items to send him for the uh, long overdue weekly review prize. Um, so that will go out. And then the fifth person is in Canada. So I have to figure out the cheapest and easiest way to ship things there since there's customs and it's it's a little more complicated. Um, mm-hmm. But... Everybody's stuff is uh, so three out of five are in the mail. One is close to being in the mail, and one has international implications that I need to figure <laughs> out before before dealing with it. But um, I feel good that uh, a good chunk of progress has been made, and um, I I always like using that little automated machine at the post office. It's mm-hmm. just you don't have to bother anybody. Just punch in the information you get your little sticker out um oh. it's kind of nice and um let's see so my i guess maybe i should just roll on and the other two need to go by next week <laughs> okay so i'm i'm marking you down for that for your next week's weekly to do it's more like myself. the weekly it's more like the monthly to do at this point <laughs> It's the monthly project broken down into weekly to-dos. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Well, by this time next week when we talk, my house will be on the market. And uh, so, I I mean, technically I'm done with house tasks. So I'm I'm going to shift to my new... um, living quarters where many things need to be organized and put away that got, you know, hauled over here from the house. And I'm not going to commit to doing that as a to-do, but I bought four um, portable file folder boxes. You know, they're like plastic boxes with handles on top, and they hold Pendaflex folders. And I specifically chose these because they are slim. They're only about six inches deep so that I can be a little more, you know, granular in what I put in each box as opposed to just filling them up with whatever and Mm -hmm. putting them away till the next time I move and go like, why didn't I sort this out the last time? Um, There's a shelf at the very top of my closet um, that is – not a shelf you would put things on that you need it to look at on a regular basis. And it's perfect for these boxes. I was very happy to find them. And they, um, so I bought four of them. I will have put stuff and organized the stuff into those four boxes and have put them on the shelf. That's my weekly to do. I mean, obviously there's steps, but, um, boxes on the shelves. Excellent. Well, that sounds like a good a good next step. And congratulations on your house going going to be up on the market. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's it. I'm ready, boy. I'm ready to ready to get rid of that place already. <laughs> I've been 
thinking about it, I mean, it was early April when I first had the idea. And I really thought it was a thing that like happens like in a month or so. And now it's early July. So at least in my case, it's about a three month process. When you, uh, you know, I talked about having a professional organizer last week, and just that stage of, of clearing out the house, and then all the things that have to happen in the, you know, in the meantime, with people fixing up your house and managing that. And so as, as of tomorrow um, morning, it, it's like kind of like done because the photographers are coming. And so oh. the house, the state, the state of the house is going to be fixed for all time, at least for this real estate listing as of tomorrow. So whatever is, looks good, is what it is at this point. Oh, that's excellent. Well, that is a major, major milestone. So congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Um, maybe one day I would move, but for now I'm staying put because, as I've mentioned before, the, the thought of doing what you just did organization-wise <laughs> seems daunting. Um <clears throat> It, it would probably take me years to move. Um, <laughs> so, um, but that said, um, the the thing I wanted to talk a little bit about this week was kind of just tell a story of oh. of household mysteries. <laughs> um, well, I don't know about Ooh. you, but like we talk about open loops often as things that need to get done. You know, like, mm -hmm. oh, I need to, whatever, renew my mm -hmm. driver's license or I need to, you know, take the pet to the vet or for their checkup or something like mm -hmm. that. But at least for me, sometimes life, the open loop is less uh, like a concrete action and sometimes it's a mystery. Like, and not a big mystery, you know, and it's not. Colombo, nobody's been murdered or anything, but just <laughs> why, what, where is that noise coming from? Or where, in my case, one of my mysteries is where's the water shut off at my house? Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, the mystery, well, it was a double, it was a mystery that started with a noise and then it became cascading household mysteries. Um, <laughs> So, for... <laughs> I'm just laughing. I can't help it. I'm just thinking, like, could that be a TV show we could develop? Cascading Household, household Mysteries. Household Mysteries. It, it could be. It kind of was. Um, so, there was, uh, for a while, during the pandemic, like, around 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, mm -hmm. um... In my back, in my bedroom, like, uh, like all of a sudden, I would hear this boom, 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 like this knocking noise. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck is that? And it would go from like 9.30 to 10.15. So it suggested it was something on a timer, right? That it, and right. The, well, and then that was fine. And then suddenly like daylight savings hit. And then it suddenly was happening like 
right in the middle of when I would go to sleep <laughs> in that bedroom, right? Because it suddenly became an hour later. Um, and I couldn't, like, what is it? And it it seemed like, like you'd listen over here, but it didn't seem like it was coming from... And it turns out um, it was happening outdoors. So I have, uh, like, a sprinkler system, like an irrigation system for the lawn. And mm -hmm. one of the three valves for 45 minutes every night would just start going bang, bang, bang. And then since it's connected to the pipes, you'd hear it like throughout the house. Right, right. And so I went to the little control panel and turned off everything. It still happened every night, even though seemingly there was nothing timer-wise making it happen. And then finally, uh, I talked to the folks who kind of did the irrigation system. They came in and they replaced it. Two things happened. One, it, st it still went bang every night after they replaced it. So mm -hmm. I ended up just unplugging the system that has the timer on it and then it stopped. But the very next day after they replaced it, suddenly faucets in my house that would get hot water within like two seconds suddenly would take like 30 seconds or a minute to get hot water. And okay. this was puzzling. Um, so, you know, I called the folks that replaced the irrigation valve and I said, you know, did you maybe turn off some other valve? Did it, you know, and they said, no, we just turned, you know, we turned the water off so we could do it. And then we turned the water back on. And so that was puzzling. Then I took it, I was decided to just check out where you turn the water off on my house. And I kind of did a, you know, I walked around the entire outside of the house. <laughs> I could not find it like, okay, there's the gas shut off. Okay, there's where, you know, the electricity and the, the telephone wire comes in. That's where this, like, these things are, you know, faucets for the hose, but they don't, you know, turn off the water. Mm -hmm. Multiple times looking behind bushes, could not find for the life of me where the water turns off in my house the previous owners they had installed uh like in in the main bathroom there's a uh, the the tub has jets right uh mm -hmm. and so there's there's actually a panel on the side of my house that opens up that gives you access to the pump for the jets so somebody can you know sneak up to my house and sabotage my <laughs> bathtub <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of weird, but that that was a discovery I made. I'm like, what's in here? Oh, that's oh, interesting. Um, but for the life of me, for months, cannot find where this thing is. Like, where do you turn the water off? Um, and also can't figure out why suddenly it takes way too long for the water mm -hmm. to get hot. Um, so I'm kind of doing a little research online. And I find out there is a thing called a hot water recirculation pump. And apparently I have one. Hmm. Um, and it literally does that. It 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 recir it just takes the hot water that you are that's already been heated and recirculates it so that for pipes or faucets that are far away from the water heater, when you turn the faucet on, it's just 
the hot water shows up in a couple of seconds instead of like half oh. a minute or 45 seconds. Um, so you're essentially trading the, uh, the electricity of the pump for the, for the speed and wasted water. Um, but since we're currently in or about to be in a giant drought here in San Jose, um, it probably makes, I'd, I'd rather not waste water. Um, so I find the pump. I call the furnace person because mm-hmm. it's hooked up to, I mean, the hot water and furnace person. They come in, they inspect the hot water heater because it hadn't been inspected in a while. And they just kind of shrugged when it came to the pump. Um, mm-hmm. So, but we we're still under, you know, it was still COVID. I wasn't vaccinated yet. Otherwise, I would have called out a plumber like almost immediately. Finally, in the last week or so, I made an appointment and the plumber came out. And again, I'm still wondering, one, how they turned off the water at my house. Because right. I and why the hot water suddenly went kaput. Um, so the plumber first points out that down at the street, there's a, kind of there's a connection where the water main for the street comes into the house and you can pull that cap off and there's a there's a valve in there which is probably what the landscaping folks used um but then he's walking around and he sees a pipe coming out of the ground and into the house and he starts digging into the <laughs> soil and in the soil buried is like this rusted valve handle and mm. he turns it to test it and sure enough that's the thing that turns the water on and off not at the street but at the house um Mm -hmm. and so that mystery was solved haha that was terrific it was just like buried where nobody would find it it was just buried like literally under the soil like it (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh and, you know, so it was, you know, not in the most uh, pristine state because it had been underground for yeah. for probably, I don't even know how long it's been underground. I've never seen it before in all of my years here. So mm-hmm. it's possibly been there for a decade. Um, anyway, that mystery completely solved. So I'm very happy about that. And then he comes in and he says, oh, um, maybe the pump is burnt out. If you turn the water off without turning off the pump for too long, the pump, oh. will, the pump will burn itself out. Oh. And I was like, that is almost certainly exactly what happened. Because that describe like, that is the exact situation and that is the exact symptom. So he came back with a, with a new pump, installed it. I have hot water at the twist of a faucet now and i'm very happy to have both mysteries uh solved (laughs) although i do have to call them because now i'm getting it's not like a flood or anything but there's like a a small puddle of water underneath the new pump Mm. and so i have to call and have them come and fix that and also it's a it's louder than I remember any previous pump being, because I can hear it in the kitchen, which is like hmm. two rooms away, um, even though it's in the garage. So, you know, a couple of outstanding issues, but here's kind of this open loop 
that I've had for months and months, especially prolonged because of the, the pandemic and not really wanting to have the plumber come over, not knowing where in the house he'd need to go, et cetera, and so forth. Um, so it just feels very good to close those mystery loops, not only having the hot water, but understanding why and what happened is also yeah. like a thing that was running in my mind that now is is solved. So often we think about open loops as these things we need to do, but sometimes these mysteries, these little life mysteries, um, <laughs> are open loops also, even though there's not like, in my case, the solution to it or solving it was really part of getting help with addressing the the to-do item. Um, but if it was, if it ended in just a shrug, we don't know what happened, but here's a new pump and now it works. That would have been far less satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think I, I speak from experience that a house is like a bowl of open loops. <laughs> uh, in the sense that, yeah, you know, unless you are like a contractor slash plumber slash electrician, you know, knowing what is really happening um, when little anomalies appear uh, is, uh, you know, it's a job for the professionals. Absolutely. And um, thank goodness for the professionals. Um that's I. I'm definitely not a handy person around the house. Um, <laughs> you well, you know, I went <laughs> I went years without even knowing how to shut the water off in my own house. <laughs> that doesn't sound very handy. Um, but I'm happy that I know now. Um, yes, and again with a house, or really with many things in life, I find that you have these. Um, there are these kind of mysterious things that sometimes you can just ignore them for a while or put them off for a while. Um, and sometimes they, they're left unresolved, which is a little unsatisfying. Like you might fix the problem but not understand why it happened at all. Right. Or um, you find your key, your keys tur turn up somewhere, but you have no idea how they got to that spot. Um, <laughs> that has happened to me on occasion. Like where how did they even get there um right um but i guess the other is that um it feels very good when you get those open loops done and it kind of helps me especially now that being fully vaccinated and having kind of this backlog of things that i was deferring until i felt comfortable like having people in the house or getting like bringing like scheduling appointments for various things um, I do find that there's just this backlog of, of open loops and mysteries to take care of. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've noticed like myself with uh, um, a few like housekeeping items like that, that um, I needed to get my brakes checked uh, on my car based on my last lift inspection you know for lift driving the inspector said oh you know you're going to want to look at 
brake pads, da 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 da. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to take the car in because now I'm driving for Lyft again. And I was used to like calling up and they'd say, okay, bring it in tomorrow. And they were like, okay, bring it in in two weeks. <laughs> uh, and the uh, same happened with like another like uh, routine, um, you know, doctor's appointment. I thought every other time in the past when I've called, they'd say, come, you know, oh, we have something available tomorrow. And so I put off calling them because I don't want to go tomorrow, right? <laughs> and so when I finally called them and they said, August, you know, and this was like a month ago, and I'm like, what? That almost seemed like a mistake, but then I realized, ah, everybody has put this off for the last year, and now they're all going in and getting this kind of work done. Um, maintenance type things, whether it's for your house, car, or your person. So it's it is kind of interesting that um, that is uh, that is just another side effect of the year that we've had. Absolutely, and I'm I'm finding the same thing as I schedule appointments that they're they're not. Oh, we can take you in a couple days. It's like mm -hmm. next week at the earliest, and usually later <laughs> than that. But yeah. Um, Excellent. But it feels good once they get done. That is for sure. Yes. Yes. Um, and um, that's really the bulk of what I just wanted to chat about was exalt in a few closed loops. <laughs> um, even though it's not quite closed yet because there's that little puddle to take care of. But there's not a big mystery about that one. There was no puddle with, the, with what was there before. Now there's a little puddle with what's there. So... It's yeah. got to be that change, but um, and it's not a big puddle. It's just we shouldn't have a puddle. Um, no, puddles are bad uh, in your house. There's no puddle there uh, in a house that's a sign of something good happening. <laughs> that's that's very true. Um, yeah, that's that's a, a word not associated with the interior of a house with a good connotation. <laughs> um, Let's see. So um, would you have anything else to chat about this go-round? No, I, I've, um, I've enjoyed your exaltations in open loops being closed, and um, I have nothing to add to that because my open loops are so open right now. <laughs> but they will be closed, and then I too shall exalt. Excellent. Yes, um, I'm looking forward to you closing and all that good stuff once you get in. Oh, it's going to be glorious. It um, will. And, um, well, in that case, I think it's time to wrap up this episode so we can go back to closing loops and maybe one day getting to a full weekly review. Um, yes. And um, for our listeners, if you have any wonderful Household mysteries that plagued you and then were solved or went unsolved, please feel free to contact us and tell <laughs> us about them. We'd love to hear your stories and share them if you're willing. Um, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog, and Twitter. We are at The Weekly Review. And of course, you can always email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Um, it'd be great if you'd rate or review the podcast. It helps new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners, and it 
always makes us smile to hear what you're thinking. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you gotta do You'll think about them all in the Weekly Review The Weekly Review, yeah, the Weekly Review Sitting down, it's all coming back to you The Weekly Review, yeah, the Weekly Review Should check it out The Weekly Review is the Weekly